What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode here on the Jimmy Dukes Gaming Podcast. We are joined by a good long buddy. I know, like, we ain't like the best of friends, but we've known each other good for a minute, right? Yeah. Joe Perez. What's up, buddy? How are we're, you? We're doing great, brother. Doing great. Thank Happy you. to let you invite me over here, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, but thank you again. Appreciate thank you, you man. I know we were kind of chopping it up a little bit before we uh, started recording, but... We've actually known each other for quite some time, right? Yeah, we went to school. To, we went to school together. Yep. You know what I mean? We didn't really hang out, but we've known of each other for yeah. like the longest time. No, and the crazy story is when we got older in the age, like our circles were united as yeah. one with closer friends, other yeah. friends. Yeah. That was no hell of a hell of a team that came right? together. No shit, right? <laughs> and you know what's cool too? Like uh, we were saying as well as uh, when I was starting to get into my streaming, I was like, I need like some photography that's pictures. right and i had reached out to you and that's when you were kind of yeah. already moving along with that photography yeah. shit bro and we we did our first my first professional shoot i guess you would say here at the house and i still by default i use the one from the side oh the side one yeah yes the i still profile? use that one as the, as a default yeah. one for all my pages that's still bro. my favorite that's still bro. a good one bro that's, still my favorite that's a shot. good one i still have those pictures man but but thanks for coming on man i know that um You've been doing your thing. You're a photographer, right? Yes, sir. Been doing it. Um, so, yeah, photography. Damn, it's been a journey. But six years going on strong. I actually just recently did the count on that too, because I was really? thinking about. It. I was like, how long have I been doing it? Because it's been coming up a lot. It's like, how long have you been doing photography? Yeah, six years. Dang. Six years strong doing it professionally. Yeah, professionally. That's what I was gonna say. So, how long? Like, how long have you been taking pictures for? Like, on your like as a hobby? Like, oh, I just so, like taking pictures as a hobby, man. Um, since I was a kid, I'll tell you a crazy story. I think you might know him too. He went to Parkland too, Eric Chavez. Okay. So when I was, he, well, he's just lived a couple of houses down from me, but he was in middle school. This was 99, 90, between 98 and 99, where he was. Don't show your of, age now. I know, right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he was, uh, it was around that time. He was in middle school. I was just barely going into middle school. And uh, this is when middle school was only two years. Not yeah. now where it's three years. Yeah. But seventh years. and eighth. Yeah. Good old seventh. And eighth. Right. So they're in a, there's a film class that they had and they rented out. They gave him some cameras and he was making a short film. This is when Scream was popular. So he tried to do his own version of Scream and I helped him out with a little bit of the clips. The intro, it was just a little VHS camera and a piece of paper where they drew out the Scream name and the title and a strobe light. Nice. After that, we I got into it with him. We did a couple of scenes and then we left it at that. We never even premiered or showed the movie ever again until daylight. After that, man, I was just picking up disposable cameras, taking photos, going to car shows, just random family photos with cartons and cartons of disposable cameras. And then I dropped it for a bit, then came back with another camera. And then that's when the big VHS tapes, the small digital ones came around. And then MySpace came around and everyone in front of the mirror holding that picture. <laughs> That was that was me holding that, but I was taking a picture for other people. I was never in front of it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I just spun off from that, paused for a little bit of maybe a good two and a half years, and then went right back at it. Came seven, 2017 to hit. Mm-hmm. Nice. going from there. I like that you've been doing that because, like I said, you were, and we were before you started recording, I was like, man, I respect the fact that you've stuck with it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of when when everybody's trying to pursue something that's like freelance or something that's not a normal paying job or even if it's like a hobby thing, it could lead to potentially like a business or something like that. And I've been oh, yeah. seeing you do that, man. And you you get better with your editing. You're always posting videos, yeah. different type of content. And I respect the fuck out of that, man, because I love seeing that shit, especially somebody that I know. I'm like rooting for you from afar, yeah, bro. I appreciate you for doing that. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a. A journey adapting to all the changes because everything changes so fast yeah so you gotta get the photo then edits come down uh the way edit people look at edits and then you have to find yourself when you're a photographer you have to find that one style that suits you and then it separates you from the most yeah and when you're in there i mean yeah it's been there's been times here and there like oh, i want to put the camera where just pawn it but nah yeah I turn around and stuck to it yeah so like in uh 2017 you said that that's when it was like all right i'm uh i'm gonna really start pursuing this yeah um crazy story i actually just paid off uh a truck that i purchased it was, it was a big tahoe and i was like you know what let's do this i stopped by a rent center 
And I was like, hey, you guys have that camera there? They're like, yeah. And I was like, we'll, we'll let it go for 500. I was like, in payments? Yeah. I was like, how much you guys want for cash? I was like, no, nah, we'll take it to payments. So I ended up, it was overpriced, but I took it out. And within the first year and a half, I paid it off mm-hmm. right then and there. But that's how you, you had to start, right? Yeah, I had to start somewhere because I had no no clue when it came to digital. I lost all sense of it. And I was like learning aperture, ISO, Dude, shutter speed. I'm barely learning about that kind of Dude, stuff, bro. The way it hit me and I was like, damn. Like I had to rethink and I'm sitting there going to YouTube college, <laughs> looking at it, looking at it, and then practicing, practicing, and then bumped into other photographers walking around. They're like, hey, what are you doing? He was like, taking some photos, man. He's like, oh, I'm a photographer too. And bump heads we talk and it was like hey try this and little by little and every single chance i had the ability to meet a photographer that's advanced or further than me i'll be like hey how do you do this always asking those questions and got iso down got shutter speed down and it was just a matter of just learning how to edit right well that's the thing too i'm glad you said that because when you know for me when i you know i run into other content creators and or people that do podcasts I always have conversations because we're always learning from each other. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's cool that um, by you just doing your thing, you'd be amazed how many people will be willing to help you out oh, when yeah. they see. Because like, if I ever have anybody that starts talking about gaming or streaming or video or anything like that, I like if I know them, I'll be like, hey, like, do oh, this, yeah. Do that. Oh. Well, when we first did the photo shoot, how we did started talking about uh, what's it called? Uh, copyrights. Yeah. We get into a whole conversation yeah, about copyrights, so like right? figuring out what to play, where to find it. Mm-hmm. It was total, especially when you mentioned Spotify. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Spotify on a copyright list. I've been using that right for the life of me. Right, dude. There's like, and that's cool. And like, even though we we're both pursuing like different things, we could always bounce like the lighting that we were talking about, microphones exactly. and shit like that, dude. I think when it comes like to content creation and freelance work and stuff that you know that people do with this like you could learn by just asking how you yeah, were saying it's right? always asking those questions and the the theory came back to me never such thing as a dumb question <laughs> man those questions were flying right so how did you um how did you lead till obviously 2017 and then you're like all right i you started like just reaching out to people that you knew for photos like what kind of was the first type of photo shoots that you were doing so what actually got me really interested into photography was boudoir mm. i don't know why but the couples and women just being themselves and they're comfortable in their own skin. I always found that like super cool. And in the way lighting changed it can change a mood from either being like power strong about yourself and then having that little vulnerability to just be like all out there. Like, yeah, I'm here. Like my nipples out. Yeah. So, so for, so for, for, uh, for people that don't know what, what is, uh, that type of shoot? So boudoir is pretty much just like um, boudoir is a image of how can I put it? To me, boudoir is pretty much the the image of a woman or male, both being captured in their natural uh, power self. So being able to show their curves, uh, body proportions, and of course, because everyone's in different sizes, so plus size, thin, petite, thick, muscular, they all showed some artistic way. Like um, the image of a man. Uh, I forgot the statue's name. You know which one I'm talking about. Uh, the one of uh, of David? There you go. Yeah, yeah, the one with his little dick out. <laughs> <laughs> that one? <laughs> that one, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That one would be pretty much just like the definition of that in boudoir and just putting that. And it just pretty much... It also like to I, it helps out people. Mm-hmm. I like it too because uh, that's one of the things because I helped out people because my first boudoir experience was with a woman that just recently got divorced and she was just completely lost. And I told her like, you know what? Fine, I got you. Uh, we set up a date. We got together. So I was like, we just chatted a little conversation here and there. And so I was like, what are you into? What are the stuff you like? And then whatnot. And then she came to me. I was like, hey, I have these outfits that I never got to try out. I was like, let's do that one. And she had other ones. It's like, I want to go to these, but I, I know these were like kind of like more of like my ex's kind of like, he was like, no, let's get something your ex would have never approved you wearing. Let's do that. Right. Once we got her into that and then I had her do a couple of poses and she was like, at the end of the shoot, I showed her a couple of the photos and she was just in awe. Like, wow, that's me. He's like, yeah, no, that's you. He's like, oh my God, fucking 16 years married. We divorced now. And 
I'm a whole totally different person. Like, there you go. So the world. it was like, uh, it was like an empowering. Yeah. It was, it was like an empowering thing for her, and, and you were able to capture that for yeah, her. Yeah, that. That's cool. Yeah. So that was like, what was that one? Like your first paid. Uh, that was shoot? actually my first one of my. That was my second paid boudoir shoot. The first one, that one was one of those photography mayhap mishaps. It was a couple. Uh huh. And um, yeah, they just. Didn't work out. It, they they got the photos. I didn't personally, I personally didn't like the photos, but they liked them. Uh, but it was their own private collection because there were those people that had those pineapples in their houses. <laughs> <laughs> so they they loved it. And I was like, all right, cool. cool. You guys liked it. Thanks for the time. Appreciate you guys. Right. It was a little, it was a small room and it got hot. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> and it got hot er with them too. And they were like, you know what? I was like, I appreciate you guys. You said it got a hot er. <laughs> It got to that point. I was like, hey, you guys did great. Amazing work. Put those photos to edit. And I was like, yep. Thank you, guys. That's dope, man. So, like, so now that you've been actually, like, getting paid gigs, how long have you been getting paid gigs for? So, for the last, so it's been on and off. So, I've been doing it professionally. I've been actually getting commissioned photo shoots for the last six years. Uh, in every one of those years, from seven, 2017 to 2018, I think I went ahead and started off my rate from $50 to $60, and I maybe got three, three to four that year. Then after that, I moved it up the following year to $100 to $150. And uh, I'm mentioning the dollar prices because it's a lot of big things that photographers that they see is they don't know how to price themselves. So obviously, you start learning to price yourself as you go. But I went up to $150, and then from there, I started packaging it in threes, like do this, 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 each a dollar price. And I booked 10 that year. And then the, the following year, that's when COVID hit. I still booked some, but they were outdoor. But I was like, I think I went, dropped down like maybe five, five to six then. And then recently, my the beginning of the year, it was mainly weddings and quinceañeras that I've been getting photo shoots for. And those are the ones that have been really been paying. Right. And getting me into that. Yeah, I like that you that you don't limit yourself to the mm -hmm. certain type. I mean, obviously, there's a lot, a lot of things that you like shooting and prefer. Yeah. But I like that you say, hey, I've done weddings. I've done this. I've done that. Because you're only, like, getting better at your craft, right? Exactly. A lot of people don't. Like, you can't just fucking do everything you want to do. You got to get better. Yeah. In you anything. Test every single thing. Yeah. I, I every just, single thing. I, I just feel like uh, anytime you're pursuing anything that's, like, uh, content creation, photography, musician, comedy like yeah. a you know you have the to put those reps yeah. in you, you have, have to, to try that. different scenarios Every and different things you know what i mean i feel like with doing this i've gotten better being a interviewer for people oh yeah because like i watch back stuff and i'm like and i like catch myself like i should have asked this i should have asked that but by watching the film yeah, and the reps back. I've gotten better. You've seen it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think that, but I'm glad that you say that. Like, I'll do quinceaneras, I'll do photo shoots, I'll do photo You talk about car shows and shit like that, man. Oh, yeah. No, that's another project I'm working on right now because I have a... I just started my own publishing for a magazine. Uh, it's called Ill Society Magazine. Um, so tell us about that real quick. So what is Ill... Ill Society Magazine. So the concept is for photographers by photographers. So obviously a magazine is published by photographers, but this one pretty much I'm wanting to test out photographers that think that they don't have it but they do because of course like when it comes to light manipulation composition photos um you test yourself and not only you test yourself but as well you have a community behind you that you may feel that they're against you but they're not photographers around the world love each other's work uh but ill society pretty much is the, the dedication for photographers so you like right now the the magazine itself is dedicated to cars and models. So from cars and models, we'll start branching off to other light manipulation tactics, black and black and white photography, film photography, and building more. Cause that was a big popular thing back. And then of course the prints are gone away cause everyone wants to do digital. So I want to mm -hmm. kind of bring back that. Cause I know there's still some other magazines like Bay magazine, uh, fast life magazine. They just still do prints and they look amazing, which I was published on one of them. But they still do amazing stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, it allows you to recognize, like, hey, that's a good photographer. Yeah. You see his stuff, and you're like, you know what? Let me try and mimic yeah. something. Because you're going to go ahead and play something off. It's like, you know what? He put a light green. I want to put a red light. Right. And that's 
I like yeah, because you uh, when you start going into and that's a cool thing about like for me with content creation, like when you start talking to like minded people and you bounce ideas off each other, like we said, mm-hmm. you learn from each other like little things like, hey, did you think about putting the camera at this angle? Would you did you realize the filters for your mic? It catches the fan in the background. background oh, I didn't noise. thought about it. Yeah. And things like that. Oh, how did you get that shot from up there? Oh, how did you edit this? And it's cool that you could say like some people are not confident in their work. And you were talking and you were that. talking about too the the price thing too. That's a yeah. big thing too, man. Knowing your self worth. Yeah. Because a lot of people they will sell themselves short just because. Yeah. They don't know the any time. better. They just like oh like. All the time. Yeah, you I know hear what I mean. All the time they ask me. I've, and I'm pretty open about it. When another beginner photographer asked me, he's like, "Hey, how much you charge?" I was like, "Dude, I start up at 150 and I go from there." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I." Or I even sit there. I was like, "Hey, let me check out your Instagram." And they show me your stuff. I'm like, "Dude, this is amazing! Like, I love the stuff that you're doing because I don't pull it off, but you pull it off a lot better." Mm-hmm. So, I'm dude, an easy 150 for that shoot. Yeah. Or like 200, 300, because I got more of my validation. Uh, well, I got more confident when some of the top rated for well, I say they're top rated photographers: Dave Quintana, Luis uh, Durantes, uh, Hobie Pena. These guys, they've been doing it for a lot longer than me. Uh, Dave, he was one of the he started off at Best Buy selling film cameras, and he knows everything from film. And he's taught me about digital and composition. Luis Durantes, man, that guy's a monster when it comes to his composition because he just captures some amazing images. And Hobie Pena, I've seen his work with models in person, and he's it's like watching water move down a river easily he just gets them in place takes his photo click 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 and when they see my work they're like hey dude i love your stuff that's cool like you're doing good work i was like right. oh, i appreciate you i was like no right man. No, man. <laughs> isn't, isn't it cool like when you get that that um that, that little pat on the back from somebody like up here recognition I got from you know like up here it's not it like it's not like you're doing it for their approval but when somebody just notices your work yeah it's it's cool because i've got like the like the hey man i watch your vi- your videos man they're pretty funny i'm like cool that's what i'm trying to do right yeah oh, i listen to your podcast your man you said this and you had this guest and man that really resonated with me i'm like fuck yeah that's exactly why i'm doing exactly it. yeah you know that's exactly what i'm doing i'm you not trying to get the pats on the back but when i do it's like it feels good knowing it's that I, relief I, knowing yeah, like, i'm hey. in the i'm going in the right the right path i'm going forward in this right path man so i like the fuck the the fact that you know, you were shouting out those people because you're like, hey, man, I've learned from them. Yeah, they And it's cool to be like, hey, man, you're, you're doing good, bro. Yeah. And I've, I learned a lot from you, buddy. Don't, yeah, man. Hey, and that's lot. the thing, too, man. And we're going to talk about the, the aperture and the ISO and all that shit. Shutter speed because, oh you know what I mean? I got these cameras and I, I want to start doing vlogs and, like, take more photography and shit like that. So I'm going to be picking your brain. Trust. Yeah, by all means. Trust on that, man. Trust on that. Don't do it between 3 and 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime before that, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a night owl now because of photography. Photography has changed my sleep schedule. Yeah. So so you just up late, like, usually uh, editing or what? Yeah. So the cool thing is I work from home on my 9 to 5. So I'm always next to my PC doing the work. But then when I get tired of that, I step away from it. And then I just pretty much start looking up ideas, look at other people's content, comment. Just like so go ahead and get the algorithms to recognize that I'm there. And then I go back to editing. Usually by midnight, I'm setting the computer down. And I'm like, all right, that's it. And then I head on up. And I still, for just to go in and get a little bit two more edits, I still open up Lightroom Mobile and I do a couple more. And then right. I'm out. It's like, I like how you say that. It's like when you're, uh, when content creation, photography, or musician that I've talked to, it's like you're always doing something. Yeah. You're always, it's not, it's a 24-7 thing. And it might not like you might be focusing on it. But sometimes, like, it just sometimes I have you. to, like, it's hard to stop my brain. Yeah, to turn it off, especially yeah. when it's coming down to winding down yourself. You're like, you need to get your rest. Like, right. You're like, I swear to God, I, I, got need, this to, idea. I need to get this layer mask on yeah. this fucking person. And I need to just put some more light on her face. Yeah. And then, bam, as soon as I get it, I was like, all right, good. Done. <laughs> done for the I'll night. I'll do that too. Like, man, God, that was a good reel today. No, I can knock out that real, real quick. And I've gotten exactly. I like I've gotten better with my editing skills because I can knock out like a decent amount of work in a small amount of time. But it's hard for me to stop because I know I could do it so quick. Yeah. All right, I did that one real quick. Let me just do one more. Yeah. Let me knock out another. Let me do one more. Let me do this one. more. Yeah. It's always like that. So, like, when you're um, without like names or like situations, like, what are some of like uh, some of the 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 stereotype 
questions or things that you have to Dude. answer on a daily basis when it comes to like people asking you about your work or on a shoot. All right. I'm a professional guy because I'm married, but I always get asked, do you get hit on by the model? Mm. It happens, but obviously you got to be professional. Um, and what kind of, where do you find these models? These are a lot of the questions that I get. Um, how much time do you need to edit? Uh, what are your, some of your, some of the things you don't like about editing. And then there's those things where like, like do you, you really have to get your hands dirty. I was like, no, like one, when it comes to the models, like I just shoot my shot. It's just like dating. Like you shoot your shot, you get shot down now. All right. Um, but yeah, those are usually the common things that have come up. Uh, where do you get the camera equipment from is another one. Like what are some of your favorite settings? Honestly, when it's settings, dude, I'm, my, those wheels on those cameras, I'm surprised they're still on there because I'd be gyrating, boom, 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 left, right, mm -hmm. just to go in and get the perfect light I want. Um, how much you spend on the equipment? That's a very, very common question. I mean, if you're going to go ahead and um, start photography and your question is the cost of equipment? A lot. A lot, yeah, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I got $30,000 in credit card debt. Right, no shit, right? <laughs> So, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, I like how you were talking about, um, and I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, you say you're talking about being in a relationship, and then you're you're you want to be taken serious for your work. Yeah. But I'm sure, like I've had other friends that were like trying to be photographers or things like that, and it comes to situations they're being weird. Yeah. Making the people feel uncomfortable, especially lot. with females. Like I mean, I can only imagine like some female or even male are like model they're trying to take themselves serious and then you want to make sure that that relationship is there yeah without being weird and like that because i think that it's a fine line yeah it is a i fine mean line. yeah because i'm sure there's a lot of creep oh photographers yeah. out there a lot Fight of would just yeah you know what i mean <laughs> but like how so a lot of the time when you're when you're gonna set up a, a shoot it's like is it you reaching out is it vice versa do you have like so a lot of the times uh i reach out for collabs so i usually tell them like hey i messaged with a cam I have this idea for a concept that I want to try. Like it's uh, like for like a test studio shoot. Like I want to test out the studio. I'm going to start using it hopefully in the future. Uh, you want to come by so we could go ahead and check it out. They usually like, all right, cool. What idea do you have? Like, hey, um, they asked me the time. It was like time, date. And then uh, I usually just kind of like, are you comfortable with lingerie? Are you comfortable with the uh, body suits? Or like, what are you comfortable with? And they usually give me like, oh, I'm, I'm when they tell me I'm comfortable with whatever, I was like, all right, cool. So bring your favorite lingerie. Or if you want, I have a set that has been sitting there for my last client. So if you want it, you can have it. Just make some of your size. And um, yeah, just pretty much that small communication, not going into the, hey, what's up, girl? Like, can I, can I get your picture? Right. Can I get your picture? Uh, it usually comes down to just like being straight to it. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the, this is the idea I got. You want to try it out? Yeah. Or I just put it onto the universe on a story. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm doing a casting call for this who's down usually you get all the guys that cuz by look I'm down to do it buddy but <laughs> every now and then I get one or two it's like yeah I'm up for it yeah like, all right, cool and then cool. I have my go-to models yeah so those go-to models are always there and in my back pocket all the time I was yeah. like hey we're gonna do this it was like yeah I'm done I'm, I'm available yeah and that's cool that you say that because it's very interesting that that communication is the same thing how I go about like I think of topics all the yeah. time and I think of certain people and then I reach out the you know what I mean to, to fit in the topic because uh, with me, I'm trying to just broaden my my audience, and my goal is always to try to educate people or sh share light, uh, share light on people's journeys and shit like that. Yeah. So once I th start thinking of people, I'll reach out to them, and I always like it's cool that you say that the guidelines and how you want to go about it. So this way, it's established ahead of time. They know you're serious, you know they're serious, and then you move forward. Move forward. Yeah, because I could only imagine like with photography, like how many times that you have to make sure that you let them know that that you know it's more about the work and shit like yeah. that seven out of ten times they usually get shot down yeah but those three other occasions they usually fall yeah they're like all right cool let's do it let's do it that's cool and i'm glad that you were honest like that hey i, I shoot my shot with a lot of people and trying to reach out mm -hmm. and sometimes it doesn't work out yeah. right even when i'm looking for paid clients or even for potential clients i also do the same thing like hey you're asking for a, a kick smash photo shoot for your kid like i'm available this is my rate. This is what I could do. Here's my work. Here's my website. And uh, sometimes it hooks in and they like it. Sometimes they're like, no, because of course, you know, Paso, I just have to have to fight 
well not fight but i do have to go ahead and stand on, on top stand out from other photographers that either have more availability than i do mm-hmm. yeah so like you're like you're uh that's one of the things that you have to do with it just as far as yeah you have a nine to five you have shit going on and you get only limited on time yeah. well they you. have they're more of the they're more of the actual um and i just dropped the word but uh they're more of the manufacturer rate so they, okay. like, they constantly do that that's mm. their that's their dedicated goal to do that yeah like they have a team behind them they have an editor they have oh, someone that does okay, the books okay. for them yeah like they, those are the people that i would end up competing because me i'm a freelancer slash my own business so yeah. self-proprietor and they would have i would handle that i do the marketing yeah. i do the cold calls i do yeah. the emails yeah yeah, you're doing everything on your own yeah that's yeah. so like it, uh, talking about all the different kind of shoots is, is there like any like funny stories that you can share without sharing any names or odd <laughs> situations where like uh, oh, i mean you already mentioned the the hot room yeah you know what i mean oh. but like talk about like maybe like somebody showing up or somebody standing there like do you like let guests come with guests yeah i when it comes to photography i always add, i always add a plus one like feel free do a plus one yeah so I recently did a birthday photo shoot. She's never done photos for herself. She's always taking photos for her and her family with her phone, but she's never took time for herself. So I was like, I got you. Uh, she brought a plus one. Um, she had a cake with her because she didn't want to do the balloon. She wanted to, she had a cake. And um, so we were joking around because she's married and she was, I was joking. I was like, Hey, your husband's going to love these photos. Just pretty much hyping her up she was loving it she was into it she was happy with it and um i told her I was like you know what let's go ahead and get a couple shots of you taking a bite out of the cake since we're almost we're gonna wrap it up at this so just take a couple bites out of the cake just relax yourself don't go cross-eyed <laughs> don't look into your finger and don't feel awkward we i got the shots and it's always like all right cool let me just review everything and i and i realized when i got those shots I was like oh, she already bit into the cake it's it's already ruined i can't go ahead and edit that back together so <laughs> i look at the photos straight out cross-eyed <laughs> like chin tucked in cake nail all in i was like oh my god it's like everything else is perfect but the facial expression she had at the moment yeah, was like then she had and i took i was a continuous shot so i took like four shots at a time so i wonder one eye was closed the other one was open finger <laughs> was halfway chin down another one both eyes were closed and then she had her whole finger in her mouth and then she was just like tilted back like it was like she just sucked on a lemon and the last one was when she was just like looking away and then she was taking her finger out of her mouth with the cake and some of it on the lip and it fell right just under her chin and she went cross-eyed and i was like oh my god i told her like there's like amazing photos but right you could, i mean I well that's like, i couldn't salvage those right well you were saying earlier you can never have enough footage you can never have enough pictures because mm-hmm. you just never know you never know like yeah every time like uh, when every time i go to record i record three or four times just to make sure the audio looks good because i'm so like god imagine if i just have a whole conversation with somebody and i don't fucking record exactly i've had fucking dude i've, I've had dreams like god damn it oh. and like you can't recreate it again no, it's can't. already too late it's like you were in the shot like, in the moment oh let the me go wind back. just comes at the right time and moves your hair <laughs> and then you didn't catch it because your sd card was loading i'm like you gotta do it again it's like there's no wind god decides to not let the wind move when we need it to happen <laughs> so so with uh with everything you got going now like so the business has been going good i mean you've been doing it for six years like you have gigs like weekly every other week like so this this last year i did more quinceañeras and weddings i did one wedding which i jumped into the i did more of the documentary style kind of wedding because mm-hmm. typically i just do the like point shoot set the setting um do the video click that put that together slap it together and then just add music on top of it this time i did photos and video and then i actually did a documentary so i actually sat down my client by himself was like set the camera put up the lighting uh and then focused on him and just asked him some questions like hey tell me about your relationship and i recorded all that so i'm putting that together with some dramatic music in the background and i'm I got to go get B-roll footage on that soon with my drone. But I have that. I did a quinceanera photos, which for any photographer out there, I'm just saying this now. I have backups after backups after backups because that's one gig I had to go ahead and give a full refund on because I lost the images. 
Damn. Uh, yeah. Right there. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it was pretty much just wedding kids, you know, wedding, and I've been doing a lot of photos. Uh, I've only done two gigs that have been video. And then I have a third one coming up in December 2nd, which that one's going to be the last quinceanera video I do. Uh, after that, it's just going to be all photography for quinceaneras. But yeah, that's usually been my niche. I had maybe the two birthday shoots and then I had, uh, like just one collab that I did with the, with testing out a new studio, which was the, with the, I don't think you saw the pictures of the girls with the angel wings. Okay. So I did that. So that's a new studio that I'm probably going to be booking sessions there more, mm -hmm. but that's usually the, that, that was pretty much this year. Yeah. Next year, um, I'm going into movie, man. I'm going to be making I was going to say, I like that you were saying it like photography, photography, and then you were talking about video editing. Cause I mean, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. You, you might as well not limit yourself and you talk about using a drone. And I mean, so you get the opportunity to have, uh, more work because of yeah. you're so versatile you and so flexible. Yeah. Like, hey, I can I could take a photo shoot, we do a photo shoot, then we can do some B reels and then we can exactly. I can do some drone shots, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and that sets you apart from other people because that's how it is, man. A lot of time and you talk about the other photographers, when you start doing things to get better, people see it. Yeah. The it's right not. type of people will see it and they will reach out if it makes sense to to do so things like, like I, that. Uh, yeah, dude, because I always tell people when it comes to uh, content creation, man, work on your content. Yeah. Work on yourself. Don't worry about what everybody else, else is doing. doing do what you need. Like, yeah. Do, what's ever trending. Like, do work on yourself. yourself. Like, get better at what you need to get good at. So this way, when you start doing stuff, you start separating yourself because you took the time exactly. to do it. Because a lot of people, you know how it is nowadays. Everybody wants that instant gratification. Yeah. Whatever right the fuck away. it is. Whatever the hell it is, they want that instant gratification. I did this now, and I want the instant success. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then why? Why didn't I get it? Like, bitch, there's a million so people doing the same the goddamn thing. The only instant gratification you'll find here in El Paso is if you actually got the following or you land on Fifth M. Plain mm -hmm. <laughs> Plain and simple. not for good reasons sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> not for good, yeah. Right? Exactly. For good reasons, man. So what are uh, what are the your favorite types of shoots? Like, what do you like as far as like photography and then videography? What are your favorite types of shoots? So favorite types of shoots for photography, uh, boudoir is one of them, uh, portraits and uh, family, family because I'm big on family, so that's one of the things I do like. Those I do like to get those the most. I don't land them as much because either just other photographers take take the gig instead of me. But usually those are the three main ones. And uh, now it's more like, oh, and fashion. Fashion is a big thing. Yeah, fashion. you like doing the, yeah. you, so you go to, like, you go to fashion show? Yeah. You, it, you, so a lot of the time you just go out on your own. And then when people start asking questions, you start passing cards out kind of thing. So I don't do the cards anymore. I do digital. So I go ahead and send them my link. I actually make sure they get my contact on their phone. Yeah. Because I don't, because I had the experience of having cards and I find them in the trash later yeah. on or they're on the ground. Or they never get back to me. So now I use um, I use a link. And I was like, yeah, let me text you the link. Or I use my QR code and I give it yeah. to them. And I was like, here, hit the save button. And everything's on there yeah. for them. And then they see it. And I was like, cool, my information's right there. The QR code's on my car. So they'll be like, here, scan it. Yeah. And they'll be able to find me regardless. And they're not going to say like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, you have me on the phone. There's yeah. no excuse. Man. Right. No excuse. I, I like how uh, you know one. That's one of the biggest things too is is like having the confidence to tell people. Like I will, like I have cards. Yeah, and you know what I mean. But like, because obviously a lot of my content's like gaming related, and I've been doing more of the podcasting. But like, I have a card with a QR code and shit like that. Because sometimes, like, I don't like it. Feels weird. Like, here, copy my code. Here, yeah, copy your copy my code. Copy, and it just kind of <laughs> looks weird. I for me, unless they really want to, because I always feel like you have to like judge it because sometimes yeah. people just want to talk to you oh just to talk to you well that's one of the things i also like to do is music videos music videos i have a lot of artists that come with energy like yeah we got this plan we got this plan it's like you have the energy i talk to them and then i give them my details like here reach out to me let me know when you're ready i don't hear back from yeah because either they fall off that energy or they don't follow through with that right. or their personal life gets in the way yeah or they end up getting locked up you know rap yeah um <laughs> You know rappers. You know rappers. They get, they, get, yeah. they have that rep. So yeah, that's one thing that you got. I do, like I chat with a lot of people and I do conversate with them. Um, like literally, I have on my computer sitting right now, um, the Scarface and Twista concert. I only stayed up until Twista. Car Scarface left, 
Scarface was later, but I only stayed with Twista and my batteries were dead. So I recorded him and I haven't edited none of that video, but I'm working on a documentary video for this other artist named The Long Gun. I'm working on his stuff. On top of that, he's been throwing my name out with a bunch of other artists and they see me and I'm like, here, man, here's the stuff, here's the stuff, here's the stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then I got to pump my brakes back and I'm like, hey, dude, you got this project want to do? I'm going to have to wait until this year. Yeah. We're going to push it back because I got these deadlines yeah. to meet. And uh, yeah, so one of the the things that I like to do more now is music videos. Yeah. Music videos are going to be the ones that are going to probably be moving me the forward this next year and documentaries. Is, yeah. And then obviously I'm going to be doing a movie. Yeah. I'm going to be so filming. Movie. Yeah. So photography, videography, so documentaries and stuff like so talk about like the type of movie like what's going to be your role as far as the movie like you're producing you're just a camera guy so like right now i'm directing right now i'm directing um i haven't found my vp yet i do have uh my grip guys and i have other um i have other photographers that are actually going to be doing video work with me uh, so i have the storyline it's going to be a mix of power and the tax collector in el paso um there's going to be pretty much the whole twist and turns and it's going to be a slow project, but I mean, that's going to be one of the, one of those ones that's going to, once it hits, hopefully it hits soon enough and it goes ahead and lights up more. Uh, but yeah, that's the one I'm really excited for. But yeah, right now I'm directing cause I'm going to be directing. Hopefully I'm directing the video for another artist, um, where his idea is, um, having a broken up relationship, leaving Mexico, coming to the U S so we're doing a whole, we're touching that subject with immigration. That's cool, man. Yeah. Especially with being a border city, and and you said it earlier, quinceañeras are big here. Quinceañeras are big here, and like, you can make a living. Just I've seen photographers and different quinceañeras the same guy or girl for like ten years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like their work is proven, they're there, they're scheduling they're whatever. Grinding, they're moving. You it. know what I mean? You can you can make a living being a freelance photographer on top of your nine to five. Yeah, like, you can. You know what I mean? I love recording and doing shit like this, but this doesn't pay my bills yet. Yeah. You know what like I mean? Sponsors. But, right. But uh, I I look forward to doing this, and I get better and better. And like with time, people can see like, hey, damn, Jimmy's taking the time to do this. Damn, Joe's taking the time to do this. He's done the X, Y, Z. Oh, now he's going to start doing a, a film? Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So you're just, like, adding fucking tools to that more tool to bag, the resume, man. Just more to the resume. That's what it constantly is. is yeah, man. Because, yeah, you have to stand out. And whatever it is, you want to fucking shoot a million three-pointers, you're going to short a million three-pointers in the game <laughs> and exactly. practice to get better. You know what I mean? Same thing with photography, taking a thousand shots. You know, I'm recording these podcasts. I get better. Every time I sit down with the guests, I feel like I'm getting better and uh and things like that but with the with the film and you were saying that that's a long project a lot of people don't understand this is a lot of fucking no. time that takes yeah I to mean, get things it done time. it takes yeah. like so how did that thought come in like okay i want to i want to record a, a film so the idea of a film came to me when i did some work i, I did some lighting work on a film with from border studios there were work there were it was called um a haunting in washington heights where is an old building it's an old house that they already sold but it was the film called was the movie was called uh horror uh horror in washington heights so my buddy johnny shoots invited me out to that one so i was helping out with lighting and i was looking at everything a good friend david corral he's a music he does a videography too as well he does music videos uh i was working with all of them seeing all of the did i looked at i even picked that i was like hey after like in between shots I walked over to the director. I was like, hey, man, can I take a look at your script? Like, can I see it? I was going through it, his IDs, shot list. I was like, okay, that's cool. Talked to the other grip guys. Like, hey, what other sets have you gone work with? Um, I talked to this other guy. His name's George. Uh, I forgot his last name, but he's moved up to, and he was actually on set in Albuquerque with Mel Gibson not too recently. Um, and we were just, I chatted with him during that set, and they told me about it their ideas, what they do and all the experiences they had. And I was like, fuck, this is amazing. So I got that idea from seeing the actual live work in hand and then the, the equipment and the, the group of people that it took to get, make that happen. Even if it was like, even if we filmed scenes up until 2 AM, but I saw all that work for those six hours and I was like, holy shit. It's like, I know it's going to be busting my ass, but if I make one, it's going to be fucking dope. And I sat down and I went back to YouTube college again, started looking at scripts, how to write a script out, 
looked at ideas and then i was like i, I even tapped into a couple film schools um believe it or not it tapped into their actual classes mm-hmm. with uh one of their google meets and i checked it out and i was like oh shit okay so i know what they're talking about it's like i have the idea i don't need to spend all this time at school right now to do yeah. that maybe later on i'll jump into the school yeah just to go ahead and refresh freshen up and then make it sure like it's solid i have that on me and yeah sure i started writing down typing it out typing it out and so far i have uh six scenes down and a whole episode together Nice. So now it's just a matter of like getting another two more episodes together and then start getting ready to film. Dude, that's dope, man. And I like, and it's it's, it's so fascinating that when you get a spark, when you're around certain type of people and yeah. you see what they're doing and it sparks something in your, your brain. Your circles make a very big Bro, difference. Bro, dude, it just like, yeah. I've been fortunate to be around some cool people and, you know, reach out and talk to like bigger creators or being around them. Like when I, I've gone to uh, two conventions, and just being around certain type of people, like you get that energy and you get the yeah. knowledge, and it just comes into yeah, you. Yeah, like, oh, just like man. everybody's so willing to help each other out. And the fact that you're like, man, I was on a film set with all these people, and you never, and never you in took my the life. time. They were like, let me go ask the grip guy, let me go ask the light guy, let me ask the script. Let me, you know what I mean? For yeah. you to just like be, a, just I'm a sponge. Yeah, it, yeah, dude. Never in my life I thought I was find myself in a studio in a. In a film set, and there I go. Right. I'm driving off at five eight, at five thirty p.m. I was like, "Hey man, where did I go?" And he's like, "Hey, just come over here." And I was like, "All right, cool." I showed up. I see the house. It's like I see a big uh, LED light with a diffuser, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm really doing it. Right. I'm really walking into a set." That's dope. And it, it doesn't even like a large or small. It doesn't matter for you to be around that and have the opportunity to do that. I say that all the time. Just having the opportunity to be around stuff like that is it's always a learning experience. I love learning shit. And I love how you always say YouTube college, man. I yeah, don't know how much shit I learned. Like, we were talking about when you came in here. Damn, this set looks dope. I'm like, bro, YouTube. I was looking at his reels. Bro, that's how it is, exactly. man. Because that's self-taught and that motivation to want to learn and to do it. Like, you're not going to, like, yeah, I can go to school or whatever. But, like, what can I do now to learn something now? Yeah, well, like, for example, my recent, the last week I showed you when I talked about a microphone. Mm-hmm. How, I show, how I showed you the light setup, how I had, where it was just, brown light on me mm-hmm. and I had the background lights on me which were green and purple and i had those and i was like look at the setup i did i was like fuck and then your your input on it I was like adjust the microphone a little bit more yeah. and i was like fucking great fixed it bam mm-hmm. next time i got i have those sitting on my computer right now because i've had some other people asking me like hey how do i do this camera i just got this camera so i'm like I got to put those out now right well <laughs> i like it I, I record like i was telling you earlier i was like i've been on a I've been on a streak of just having weekly podcasts, but I always get ahead. Like I record a lot of stuff and I'm fortunate to have every time that I've reached out to somebody, they've said yes. Yeah. You know, like the people that I really want to work with because I'm selective to a certain extent. Um, I want to make sure that when I have people on, it shares a light on their journey. You learn something. Yeah. You might as well learn something and maybe get a good laugh or two when you're fucking exactly. having two people you know, <laughs> sit down and bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Chopping in. Yeah, man. So with all that said, man, you got all this experience going on, and uh, what do you, where do you see yourself like in the next five years, like short term, like what would you see yourself and hopefully be doing? So short term, I'm right now. I have a, a other photographer friend of mine, uh, Jose Galvan, Pepe Galvan. We are wanting to build a team. We want to build a team that we can go in and actually go full production. That's the goal. Like my goal is full production, photography, video cinematography the whole nine yards like i want to be able to wake up check my email and say like hey we have this um shoot we have scheduled i have this photo shoot this evening i want to wake up to that and have that just like just moving me instead of just waking up got to clock in take calls do these reports and then clock out and edit and go search for work like i want these to, to like just land not only land on me, but as well reach out and be like, hey, you're Jose Perez with Star Studio City, uh, studio, Star, Mountain Star Studio or Big Joe Picks Photography. Like, we need this done. Like, I want to be that. That's I want to be that. That's 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 the short-term and long-term goal. Yeah. Short-term, because it's just building the team right now. It's just me, Jose Galvan. I have a third photographer. Well, fourth photographer. Um, But they both... um here they're, they move here and there with their things and they have their own stuff so i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drag them away from that but when it comes to me and pepe galvan i mean 
we recently did he recently did the edit for also mosto also mosto restro garage i forgot the name but they work on custom vehicles they do old work so i helped him out set him up his audio and of course his lighting so we could go ahead and do that part of their deal and that's after we did that we're like fuck yeah that's it let's right. do it because i was going to move to colorado that got pushed back a little bit but i still will be traveling back yeah. and forth to colorado because that's another portion of photography and video that i need to expend outside of El Paso. yeah yeah sometimes like to grow sometimes you have to be able to i like how you were saying that you know these people and you've worked with them so you could eventually work to that goal to make possibly get there because when you're working with people you want to be able to know them driven want to make sure that you guys are all on the same, same page because when you start building a team that's when it gets tough yeah you know what i mean with anything i tell people all the time like damn you do everything yourself i'm like i do because i only i could only have that exactly it's like it. i know that i can depend on myself and i'm not saying that i can't depend on anybody else but it just if it's all me doing everything yeah i know what i can handle and not handle exactly you know I mean? even though i want to do like separate things and i was telling you like i have a side project you know not just gamer dad's podcast right. with a homeboy uh shout out to my boy uh tetsu temple you know we met each other by playing games and yeah. we've gotten to know each other and we've known each other and our chemistry has built over time yeah then it made sense that we wanted to do something together and, and, it, comes together. and it worked because yeah. we already built that friendship and relationship exactly. beforehand before because i don't want to like work with somebody and they're half-ass if i'm full in and vice versa if somebody's Pull in and, and I'm half-ass. Half you yeah. know what I mean? Because I'm I'm getting to the point to where I don't want to waste your time or my time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's cool that you say that, hey, man, I'm talking to the right type of people and I'm leaning toward this, uh, yeah, this goal of wanting to be a one-stop shop. Yeah, it's still circles. I mean, uh, I've changed my group of friend circles a lot because of photography, and it's made me a better person knowing that, not only I could rely on someone else to like give me an input, but get their opinion and as well get their guidance on something. Because yeah. I mean, I could turn around and ask you like the PC questions like, mm -hmm. hey, what kind of processor I need to go ahead and handle a 4K video? Yeah. Right away. Yeah. I didn't, you didn't you didn't bat an eye to tell yeah. me the information I need. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, great, fantastic. I know what I need to do. And then I apply myself and it it is just those relationships and that knowledge that you have with one another that you build up that actually changes and those circles change yeah those... i'm glad that you, you talk about the circles because i mean you've known me i'm a pretty social guy and i have a lot of close friends and even then they're like they don't know what the fuck i do when it comes to gaming or they just see my videos and shit like that so can you talk about how you explain to your friends and family like what you're doing do you ever get like what are you doing that why are you wasting time you're not making money like how do you go about like having to deal with the i guess like the like the naysayers or critics yeah so the critics um i have critics i've never heard them um i know there's i know they're close joe trying to do this thing yeah i know they're close but i don't see them uh, or hear them because they just come out but when my family sees me my aunt my uncle my sister my wife my daughter when they all see me doing something i like i could see it in their reactions like hey i love it like that's great with me I go to their input like, hey, what'd you think? They're like, oh, I like this. Or my wife tells me, like, talk to that model. See if you can go ahead and ask her to do a shoot with her. She's pretty. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, when I get those responses from close family members and friends, I'm like, okay. Like, I know I'm doing something right. When I hear a critic, it's either from someone else or another photographer telling me, like, hey, this guy mentioned you. I was like, ah, that's all right. It's like, what are you saying? It's like, Oh, he just didn't like your compositions. Like, oh shit, I have another angle, dude. He didn't even see that shit. But yeah, the critics, they're there. I don't hear them, but they're there. And will I ever hear them? I have no clue. Right. I have no clue. Yeah, I, I, I've gotten to the point to where, like, and I, I heard, I forgot who this was. I think it was an actor one time. He was like, if somebody has an issue with me and. You know, if they don't have my number to talk about it, then I don't care. Yes. I'm that like, one. that makes, because I've gotten better with time because I've been, you know, creating content for four years now. Mm -hmm. So I'm always worried about, did they like my reel or like, oh, this streamer said this, this content creator said this. And after a while, I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Yeah, fuck that. I don't even fucking care. Like, if you don't like me, then that's mm -hmm. fine. You know what I mean? that, And I'm not trying to say I'm not going to defend what I'm trying to do. I just, I have no time yeah, to, to reply to you. Yeah. or care about what you say because 
I, I used to be like, oh, yeah, the streamer said this about you. And I used to be like, well, what did they say? And now I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. No, even uh, recently. Um, so I had one of my bad experiences was maybe my second year into filming quinceaneras. I had a client. Uh, this is like a communication. He came to me in the middle of the night. I was already wrapping up my night just from editing. He's like, hey, I need to get this video for this quinceanera this and then i was like all right cool he's like so i'm like how long do you need me for six seven hours um he's like oh um can we do it for just a video i was like all right cool cool like eight hundred dollars i'll do you the favor eight hundred because he did it last minute it was like literally weeks before like two weeks before the event and usually in a quinceanera you're planning a year in advance if, yeah. you're, if you're smart about it but this guy he ended up reaching out to me two weeks before I was like, all right, to it. Told him eight hundred. Yeah, you have, covered everything. Yeah, we'll do the video. He turns around and is like, the week before, he's like, can you do photos? I was like, shit. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll throw it in there. I told my buddy, I was like, hey man, can you come with me? I'll cut you three hundred for the photos. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So, we go into it. No, I told him we're we'll go half. So I got the deposit, half of it, and then the other half was him. So I was like, all right, cool. Got the video. I gave him a receipt the day of we started filming we lasted the whole entire night come around 12 o'clock we did the cake cutting we're gonna wrap it up and i mean this guy was plastered yeah i'm pretty sure he, he was, was he was he was cinnamon wasted and um we're about to wrap it up like, hey can you take some more photos more photos I was like yeah sure we got a couple more as like, hey man we're gonna wrap it up i gave you the receipt earlier today it's like can you cover payment call me tomorrow about the payment didn't hear about it obviously because he was cinnamon wasted he even asked me to go over to his house like we're gonna have banda we're gonna have menudo all this food it's like as great as that sounds dude i appreciate it yeah yeah we're exhausted and then plus i gotta get on his edit got home started working on the edit started doing the edit i was halfway through the edit he's reaching out to me like hey where's the footage where's the footage where's the footage like hey man i'm working on the edit give me some time we had some mishaps with some family members um and i couldn't get the video to him but we got into photos like six, seven times. I sent those photos out to him. He never downloaded them. And I was like, dude, you're wait, you're taking up my space for me to sell it, get these photos to you. Like I need to drop them. So move them out of the way. Still have them stored. To this day, they're still stored. And uh, yeah, so he recently went out to 915 on blast and blasted me. And then I had the support from everyone else that was actually watching out for me. And they were like, hey, why this, this, and this, and that. So I was like, shit. It's like, I mean, he blasted me. I was like, I can't really say about it. He didn't get his stuff, but at the same time, he never paid. Let me give my two cents yeah. over here trying to put me on blast. Yeah, he never put. He never paid. He never got the content. He never downloaded the, the stuff. And there's like conversations of him, me and him going back and forth. And he went to threats and whatnot. I was like, you know what? You're going to be that guy. Just, I'm just cut my loss. Right. I'll just cut my loss. Isn't that suck? Like, I, I've talked to other people when they, they uh, like, I was talking to, uh, uh, Chef Clay, you know, yeah. shout out to Chef Clay. He was like, you like having to haggle for a price and Dude. to get paid. Yeah. That's like that's like the most ridiculous thing. Like I'm providing a service, mm -hmm. and we talked about it ahead of time. It's not like it's yeah, anything it's... different. Yeah. And you know, they try to make you look bad when you did everything right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's one of the things I stay firm. Like if I adjust myself when it comes to price, like I like I have to get very very good specifics. Like I need to find out. Like I don't even give prices anymore when I get quotes. Like, hey, can you do photos? He's like, how much is it? And they asked me right for a price. I'm like, nah. I was like, before I give you a price, tell me what you need, wants, needs, your dislikes, or, and your likes. So I know I could come back. He's like, if you don't like this price, because this person is doing this, this, and this, I could do this for this. And nine times out of ten, it's successful. But at a, at the most, at the most of it, when they deny it, it's usually because they don't see the value behind it. Because they've never experienced it. And yeah. I, I Facebook stalk the shit out of people when they ask me for quotes. I'm like, like, oh, okay, like I see you do a bunch of selfies. I see you use filters like crazy. Your nose doesn't look that way. Uh, and I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like, I know you're gonna ask for this much. I'll do it for this price. And usually I get the good response. It's like, all right, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, we're in. Yeah. And I knock it out and I Happy. like I make miracles. Like Jesus Christ couldn't make that kind of mm -hmm. miracle when I did it. And they were like, Oh wow, you really made me look skinny and my cup size is two sizes bigger and like I have a waist. So I was like, Yeah, because that's what you asked for. Mm -hmm. So for what you, it's what the experience, you pay for, yeah, it's the experience yeah. that you have. Yeah. And like, they turn around and love it. Yeah. 
it, it, like I, I, and I'm not in that situation where you have to like haggle a service. Like I can yeah. only imagine like, damn, like what you said with the quinceanera, like I've already been here X amount of time, yeah. provided the service. Now I have to cut that loss because I helped you out last minute. Yeah. You know, that that's shitty to yeah, have the, to do that, man. The price haggling. I mean, I don't want to say it's the, the city itself, but I, I believe it's just certain people that make it that way. Yeah. Because there's. There's clients here in El Paso that will pay 400, 500, 1000 to even 2000 for these types of services. Like even for podcasts, I mean, they're going to pay, but there's those certain people that spread that ill negative about like haggling. Yeah. And it's yeah, like I I hate it. I the hate is a strong word. Yeah, just like you just like that situation cuz like it doesn't I make know it my worth, you see my work. I I shouldn't have to fucking tell you well i i i charge this much and then you say it's too much and i have to bring it down to yeah, make just, you just to satisfy your needs yeah, yeah. you yeah. know so with, with that being said how many times have you turned down work when they said i want to do this and this and you're like ah like i'm just i've turned down like maybe three yeah three gigs three gigs one gig i turned down it was i would one was a was an actual they wanted a 10 minute video uh for a memorial service and i was like ooh, like film putting a camera on top of a casket <laughs> uh there was one i turned down that one it was 1200 um i turned down a photo shoot which was could have been life-changing but there is a lot of what-ifs to it uh this was a travel gig too because i was going to be flown out to california for this one and um it was a car dealership they wanted X amount of photos and reels and they wanted it done in a weekend span. And I was like, shit, that's literally like about 15 hours. I'm going to put into work. We're just filming and getting everything I need. And then and the editing, process. And editing process and they wanted it. And the turnaround was the money was good, but the turnaround was too bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm as much as I want to do it, I just yeah, can't. I'm not going to be able to, be able to fulfill that. I'm not going to be able to deliver. And the corporate part of it is the one that's that the one that, the corporate ones is the ones I've turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, they have a... The money is not an issue to them. Yeah, they, they, the, they expect, yeah, yeah if I'm going to pay this, this is what I want. Yeah. Because if not, we can find somebody else. Yeah. Or they're not familiarized with the film yeah. industry. They're like, I want it to look like John Wick. I was like, shit, okay. <laughs> you want me I to got look? Juan Wick for you. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you got Juan Wick. I got Juan Wick. I got John Wick <laughs> type of shit, yeah. He's not gonna have the full beard. <laughs> it's gonna be chino, 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 right? like that good. Right? Like, oh, okay. Or, or even when it comes to color grading, I'm nowhere close to color grading, and they've asked about it, and I've turned it down because yeah. they're like, well, they want a specific color. Well, that, that's good that you you're you know exactly what your limitations are because I, yeah. I I know, and it's not a knock on people that they, they take on more than they can chew. Yeah, and it's it. That might be bad for your brand or for your, for your, you know, you're putting your work out there. Like, oh, I hired this guy and he fucking can't even show up. Yeah. I, you said it before. And just like, damn, you have one negative review or whatever and it starts and, spreading out. Yeah, it travels a lot further. You one, know what I mean? You don't want to be that. Yeah. One, one negative review follows, travels a lot further than a positive review. Yeah. That's the shitty side about yeah. things. Human beings can be fucked up when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. One person could say one thing and a thousand good reviews, one mm-hmm. negative. Oh, I saw that negative review. It must be like that'll just down, like it'll downgrade their service or or what yeah. they they could provide, like I which is bullshit. Yeah, man. With with all that being said, man, we talked about you know how you got into it, you know how you've been doing it, what you're trying to do. To anybody that might be listening or like might want to pursue like photography or freelance work like this, yeah. what what are some of the things that, that you question. can that you really can you that can say, uh, hey, do this, don't do that. Prepare yourself for this. Don't do that. Expect this. And like some of the things that if you want to go into photography, what are some of your advices for people out there? Man, I know I wanted to hear that question so bad. And I could tell you this. When it comes to photography or even jumping into the film, the the world with a camera, whether if it's for TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Reels, whatever the case it is, find a community that you could ask questions, asking questions and practice, 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 practice. There's no, 
there's no perfection to this because every time you practice and you do something, you're going to learn something different and you're going to go ahead and pick something different and you're going to be creating your, your own style. So practice is key, asking questions and finding peers that are into it. Those are pretty much your main go-to things when it comes to jumping into that, whether if it's, whether if it's for cinematography, videography, or photography, always, always ask questions and find peers. Peers are not going to be that far away. They're always going to be there. You have peers that are out of state that will still reach out to you and also answer those questions. It's that's pretty much the, the gist of that. Yeah. And don't be and cost is going to be an issue. Don't worry about it. There is workarounds. There's always workarounds, especially if you can't afford if you could afford 20 bucks a week, you could get a camera. If you could afford 50 bucks a, week, a month, you could get a camera, a good camera, your cell phone. You oh, could yeah. even just start with a cell, cell phone, phone, right? Yeah, even perfect. Cell phone and tripod, $20 tripod and a cell phone. Bam, mm -hmm. you got your first studio. Yeah, I like that you say that because I tell people all the time when they ask me about streaming, I want to stream, I want to do this, but I don't have a computer. You have a PlayStation or an Xbox? Yeah. Well, you can make a Twitter, a Twitch account, and, and you can stream straight from there. Well, I don't got a camera. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, if there's a will... There's a way. There's a fucking way. I, I hate saying it, it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. As I start talking to different people in different uh, aspects of life and how they're pursuing their careers or things they want to do, I always like hearing that. Like, hey, man, I started like this. You went to Rent-A-Center, overpaid for a fucking camera that took but, you a year and a half to pay for, but you took the time to do time, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how much do you want it? Everything is like, everybody just wants everything to just fall on their lap and everything yeah. to come their way. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? The mentality of it coming to you. You're going to grind for five to 10 years, putting in a lot of work. You're not going to see a dime. You're going to see a little bit of return or you won't see a dime. But at the end of it, once you know, once you've actually reached that successful point where it's showing up to you, you're going to go ahead and be shocked at not only yourself, but as well as what you accomplished because of the fact that you stuck to it. I've almost come to the point of quitting, but like for the last six years, I've been grinding, grinding, grinding. I evened out every year, maybe two years. I went ahead and had a, a loss, but I've evened out every year to the point where it's not a loss, but I could see myself getting better and better and better and getting that actual shot. That's going to be like, you know what? That's the magazine shot. That's going to go ahead and pay me the next two months. Right. That's, that's cool that you is. look at that way too. Cause yeah. like a lot of people want that instant success and they see other people doing X, Y, Z and they think they can do it too. Like, hey, man, I just started doing this podcast thing a year and a half ago, and I'm blunt. Like, I, I'm not making money, and it's not like I'm trying to do it for the money. I enjoy doing this. If it could lead to that, yeah, then great. But, like, my production value, my lighting, my like, I'm getting better at doing this, and Dude, I can attract this, the, the right type of people from the one ring to be light, here, you man. You came from, from the one ring light <laughs> and that green screen right? to this? I'm I like, know, man. what right? the... I know, cause you when you when you first came, like I had a limited setup, and I'll show you my setup before you leave, man. It just you when you get so like into something, and I'm like that, and it's it's good seeing that you do that too when it comes to photography and all this stuff too. I love that cause seeing you drive and do that inspires me. Like, damn, Joe's been Appreciate doing this, that. and he said he was gonna do it, and like, man, you know what? I'm gonna reach out to this fool because I know <laughs> that I could. Yeah. We we're already established. We've already known each other. But it's cool that we have that in common that we're both trying to pursue yeah, this, man. Same, yeah, in the same field. That's dope, man. Yeah. So before we get out of here, man, plug yourself. Let everybody know what you got coming on. Like, where can they find you? All right, some yeah. of the some of the things you got lined up that you can share and shit like that, man. Well, I'm 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 an open book, so I'll share everything. So yeah, I'm working. I'm gonna be working on the film. Uh, hopefully, starting January, uh, February, we'll start. I'll start putting out the casting calls for that. It will be a zero budget film. But I mean, if you want that camera play, you want to have that acting experience under your belt, by all means, feel free, feel free to reach out to me. My Instagram is at big underscore Joe picks. Uh, you can find me at bigjoepicks.com. You'll see all my work there. Um, I have a 360 video booth as well, too, for those corporate events you guys want. Uh, I do film uh, photography gigs uh, for sure. 20 uh, for November and December. I should be booking studio space and studio time at 4B Studio. They have an amazing studio. Appreciate you guys for actually giving me the opportunity to use their studio. Um, but yeah, uh, Jose Perez, Joe Perez is my Facebook. Big Joe Picks is the website, bigjoepicks.com. Big underscore Joe Picks is my 
Instagram, and of course, my magazine, Ill Society Dope. Magazine, right there, there for you photographers that think that you guys want to get published and have that on your belt. Feel free to go ahead and email addresses there and uh, send in your photos and hell. Yeah. Let's all create and get something big. And of course, I really appreciate you for bringing me. Yeah, man, brand. of course. I'm glad that you took the opportunity. Like, hey, man, reach out to me. Let's work together if it makes yes. sense, which is cool because, like, you want to get to that. You had people like, hey, do this, do that. And you want to be like uh, having that magazine, an opportunity for people like you think you don't have it. But like, hey, reach out to us and let's yeah. see. You know what I mean? Working together. I like the fact that you do that, man. But thank you so much. Yeah, man. For coming on here, Hell man. Yeah. This is I'm sure it won't be the last time we have you on and. All the description guys will be at the bottom, man. You can go check them out on his website, Instagram, all that good stuff will be there, man. Yes, but thank you so much for your time, brother. Absolutely, bro, man. Yeah, man, for sure, bro. Yes. Bro, I wish you Love the best, it, man. man. And I'll keep up with you, man, of course, man. And Absolutely. we'll go from there, brother. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, on Facebook, on anything, Spotify, iTunes, make sure you guys follow. We have all different kind of content. We have reels. We have weekly podcasts. We have all types of people coming on here and i'm just fortunate to uh sit down and talk to some dope ass people man until next time peace out homies y'all take care take care bro